Previously on Doist, Seraphina and friends, along with the kind-hearted centaur Xanth, escaped the dragon bear with the dragon-slaying sword and set off to return the village of Phandalin. But what new adventures await them? By now, I'd wager you know a thing or two about the fine town of Phandalin. Set up almost six centuries ago, more as some neighborly farmers than any sort of town, things got going when some folks struck gold up in them sword mountains, and the farmers got tired of chasing off miners' tents and decided to charge them instead. Legends tell of the Fandelver Pact, with the gnomes and dwarves, but you'll have to ask the Rockseeker brothers about that stuff. Either way, Fandolin had a steady supply of miners and adventurers alike. And the surest thing those groups attract is those with creative ways to squeeze them for every nib and new yard. But then I don't got to tell you that now, do I? Well, that brings us to the Fandolin Miners Exchange. From the very start, it was set up to hawk overpriced mining equipment to the unprepared. Maybe folks caught on because it was abandoned even before the orcs chased everyone out for a century or two. Now that Fandolin's been put back on the map, as it were, and more and more folks are leaving Neverwinter and Waterdeep for the simple life, one Halia Thornton saw the prime real estate and restarted the business. Say what you will about Halia, and often I do, but she's a savvy businesswoman. Not a lot of market for picks and shovels anymore, but someone's got to record the village's births and deaths, contacts and whatnot since the town master ain't. Also an uptick in adventurers passing through with heavy bags and don't you know, she has just the place to stow anything non-essential for a modest fee, of course. <laughs> now, I can't really blame her much. If anything, Haley is just bringing the miners' exchange back to its roots. But damn if it don't give me an ache in my gut when I see how wide she smiles counting out them gold pieces. At least we got Lionine across the street to keep Haley in check. But all's that to say, I can't exactly recommend the miners' exchange at all. Gonna play DD. My name's David. I'm running this game. Risa, Seraphine Tea Leaf, also here. Eduardo, special guest. He's playing Sam. He's a centaur. Let's see what they get into. Yeah. Let's go back to Pandolin, everybody. Okay. Maybe it's like a, a day or so. I think it's a, a relatively long travel back to Fandolin, but uh, maybe you come in. Would you say it's like late morning, early afternoon? Yeah, probably early afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, and it's um, a little more brisk than it should be in the summer. I think we have you coming in from the south uh, trail, usually the miner's trail, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So yeah, what's what's the plan? Oh, I guess you wanted to turn in the quest too, right? Oh yeah, to see what they pay them and stuff like that. Yeah. And then maybe head to um, Fandolin's Miner's Exchange so that I can put some stuff into storage. Mm-hmm. And then also possibly to Lion Shield Coaster weapons and armor. Yeah, cool. Town Master of All, I feel like we already know what our next quest is. And we already, I don't think that I get anything for my sword. I think that isn't oh, the sword, it's reward itself. Yes, that's right, that's right. So yeah. it's like not, we already know what we're doing next. So right. we can we can stop at the Stone Hill for an ale. <laughs> hmm. Am I old enough to drink? 
How old, are, <laughs> how old do you need to be to drink in D&D? Yeah, I think it's medieval time, so you have to be born. So, right, you have to be <laughs> tall enough to reach the counter, as they say. <laughs> He's never been drunk. I don't want that for us. <laughs> I can barely handle what we're doing right now. Oh, no. It's more so that they can all oh. see the, the ale wench. But Gandalin's minors change is really where they want to go, I think, more than anything. So just because this is a moment for us, <laughs> the children, have they ever seen a centaur before? Oh, actually, probably not, because like even seeing me was exciting. So yeah, I would love to have that. Maybe you're about to go to the the yeah. Fandolin Miners Exchange, and you just hear this like you maybe think you're under attack for a second, <laughs> and you're like, oh no, I think someone let a pig out. Like something is what's That's this high pitched squeal, and you realize, oh, it's Carp Aberly, who is a uh, let's see this. This little tyke. Oh, look at him. Um, and he has um, Sunshine the Cat, the like ancient cat over here. I have his love up. That's basically like the same size as he is, like just, um, you know, holding Huge. him like this. Yeah, geez. And uh, he's just like running full speed while holding like almost his same body weight in, you know, fluff <laughs> um, and like running over full speed to this uh, centaur. And the, the other three are. Oh, the other four of the fantastic Fandelvers, not running full speed, but like right behind him. And since he's okay. a since he's a halfling, they're not that much taller than him. Especially Nars, the other the other youngest, he's also uh, a human though. He's a little bit taller, but barely. He loves children. <laughs> perfect. So what happened? And I was going to make it horn related too, so it's perfect. So the right side, which is like the nicer, more like antler, uh. like horn, and that's his green eye. The second he sees, not the cat, but the child with the cat, he immediately is like, whoa, 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 yes, yes, this is all I've ever wanted, children. <laughs> like, he like has a moment. Um, and he, it, it, it does like a little firework. His eye lights up green. And he immediately, like he got down, like to meet you guys. He's going to bow down and not be creepy. He's not being creepy, but he like puts his arms. Kind of, I don't even, I don't want to be this, but it's definitely like a, like a, what is this beautiful creature? What is this beautiful child? Mm. I have never seen a child in my life. Like I want whatever this is. Mm. So he's like super happy. Um, and what's the reaction when he gets down? Cause that now he's trying, he's essentially at their height now. Right. Mm -hmm. Because he's only five seven, but still, like these kids are like three something, four something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think carp, especially if you're down on your kind of haunches, mm -hmm. um, he puts. Um, I think he, as gingerly as someone who's too excited to even think straight, can mm -hmm. like puts um, sunshine down, and uh, I think sunshine to his benefit, he just like limps away, like, <laughs> and. Um, Carp just does that like running leap, like, and just hugs like your flank. Oh, <laughs> I love it. And I then it. Um, these other two, the preteens, um, Pip and Milsa, um, are both kind of right behind. And they have these uh, like strung together kind of tree branches as like bows, you know, with like their weapons. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like little 
things with like the bark scraped off it, like other branches that oh, are like as trays yeah. and get them. Yeah. And they're kind of holding these like strings, like bows at you. And they're like, all right, hold on. I think Nilsa is the one saying this. What say you, uh, beast? Are you good or evil? So he's totally not even offended. He's not bothered. Um, he's going to put his hand uh, um, to rise. And hopefully the smaller, or is it car, car, car? Mm-hmm. Will he, will he help him, like, quote, unquote, he doesn't need help, but will he help him up? Like, shoulder, hand, whatever. Oh, yeah, sure. So, so he's going to get up and, like, keep his hand on his shoulder and, like, puff up his chest. And he's going to say, I'm a warrior of the woods. Are you the ones that protect this town? And, like, says it, like, giving them the honor, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and I think they, uh, especially Nilsa and Pip have never looked so honored. You know, they like puff their chests out. And I think, uh, since Nilsa said that first thing kind of Pip, Pip, uh, kind of steps forward in front of her and says, yes, yes, indeed. Ye are the, and she's like, ah, Pip, it's ye is you. We are we. Oh my God. And Pip's like, okay, well. Are we we are the fantastic Fandelvers. We are the protectors of this land. Um, he's gonna look over to um Teeny and he kind of gets that they I mean, I guess he's maybe heard them whisper about the kids or like coming home. Not not enough to know their names or anything, but um he'll say, Oh, fantastic Delvers. Well, my apologies on entering without your permission. My name is Xanth. And he's going to bow lower than he normally would. <laughs> he's making a show, but it's for teeny. You know what I mean? He's like, I was lucky enough to be on an adventure with Miss Teeny. And he like points to her tea leaf. And I graciously was invited to enter your town. May I have your permission? He's not making fun of them at all. He just talks weird. Like mm-hmm. he's like really trying to give them the honor. Uh, I love that. Yeah, I think. Um, hold on, just a second. Um, and he like keeps looking at you. Is like, is this right? <laughs> is this how you do it? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> Keep going. I I feel like Inverna's having like a <laughs> like touching a vein. She's like, oh, God, why, <laughs> why like this? I think um, Nars, the other uh, tiny human child, um, just before you even are done your breath, he's like, yes. And the other two kind of, um, especially um, Nilsa, who Nars and Nilsa are brother and sister. Like Nilsa like pushes him like, no, hold on. And she kind of looks, looks to Pip. Pip looks back at her and they kind of just slowly nod. And it's like um, Nilsa just turns to you and, like puts her hand up about to, you know, say something. And then just before she can even say anything, uh, Carp interrupts her and just says, I love you. And just like hugs you again, like as much as he can. I'm and so happy she- he likes kids. Cause if he had not liked kids, <laughs> this would have gone different. <laughs> and then she's just like, oh, well, yeah, uh, yeah, you can stay. We all vouch for you. And then everyone looks back to the, the one who we haven't really dealt with um, this little reptilian child. And he just is kind of like looking off into space and realize everyone's looking at him. And he's like, Hmm. 
Who? Look, Snook. And they're like, all right, good. I love the Snook. What happened? <laughs> That's my favorite part so far. <laughs> um, so he's going to um, pat, um, like, raise his antlers back up and be very proud. And he's going to pat um, Carp on the head um, and do like the, you know, I'm the older brother. And he's going to be like, well, for future adventures and for entry into this town, I will always come to you first from now on. And he's just like beaming. And um, he would probably say like that for probably the rest, perhaps the rest of his life until he sees out of like the corner of his eye, Serafina. And he's like, (gasps) just like gasps. And then almost the same exact scene. He full speed runs and just dives onto you, Serafina. And, uh, like, do let, That's, she's still on a horse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I assume she's not, hopefully, or he's he's dead. <laughs> no. He's like scrambling up its skin, like <laughs> the crawling for trying to get to you. But yeah, he just uh like grabs you around the uh I guess the waist. He's he's actually still shorter than you for sure. Um and just like clamps onto you, just like in in full like adoration. And then uh, Pip and Nilsa turn and just like very honorably like bow to you, like ah, appear. <laughs> and they uh, they say, ah, Lady Serafina, this is probably Pip. Lady Serafina, you've you've returned. It's so glad to see ye. And Nilsa's like, Pip, ye- no, it's oh, that's not how you use it. And he's like, huh. Ye, ye are, are very welcome. Oh, kids, it's so good to see everybody. I'm so glad that you have met my new friend and our newest adventurer as we go on of our quest. You'll never believe the stories that Xanth has to tell you all. And of course, of course, we all brought you a little something, didn't we? And she like looks around at everybody and she's like digging in her pockets for like rocks and random leaves and stuff that she found <laughs> along the way. And she's like, didn't you guys bring them some gifts back? No, just me. Okay. And then she just like empties her pockets on the ground and it's literally just like leaves and rocks and like I'm dying. broken pretzel sticks. <laughs> salted. Are they at least salted? <laughs> salted always. And she's like, look oh. at you guys. Here's a little pebble. It kind of looks like a heart. This is a, I think this is a piece of glass, but it kind of looks like an emerald. And then she just like hands it out to all the kids and says, all right, now tell me about all of your adventures while we walk over to the miners exchange. And um, they all just kind of like link hands and arms. And then one of them, I'm assuming maybe will link hands with Xanth. As they all like walk yeah, over. Yeah, I was just gonna say that <laughs> that he's gonna like hold his hand as they as they walk over to the miners exchange. <laughs> I think we did uh, establish that too that Carp holds people's hands without permission yeah. constantly all the time, and whenever you hand it Snook, uh, he just eats immediately. Yes, of course. Jeez, yeah, I'll give. It. Yeah, I, whatever I give. You just Snook he just chews up, or they just uh, like crunch up the uh, piece of glass. Just oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, when yeah. Snook finishes, like, like, you know, like swallowing it in like six steps, um, they just kind of look up and just this reptilian, like, pointed teeth, like, 
very like shark tooth smile up at you and says, Snook. <laughs> Not, oh God. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So then the idea is to go to the, uh, the miners exchange. Yes. We would like to take these miners and exchange them for other. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Maybe have some new miners, please. So yeah, this is where Halia was. And I think we described Halia as um, like a very like, like regal kind of older woman. She'll do pleasantries with you. Like, huh? Oh, the visitor, Serafina, I believe. So nice to see you again. I think I just want to put some stuff in storage. So she's not carrying a million pounds worth of <laughs> keep the sword. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. For a nominal fee, I can hold it very securely for you for as long as you need. You're, the objects, not the sword. We want the sword. Yeah, I just want to like put some stuff into storage, I think. Yes, for a nominal fee, I can keep that secure for you indefinitely. Uh, sure, no problem. How much is your nominal fee? Well, how much, how valuable are the things that you need to keep? Oh, geez. Well, I don't think they're that valuable. I mean, is anything a, really of value these days? You've got a lot of things. And I'm scared to, for you to pull up this list right Let's now. Let's see what we've got that we can. Yeah. And I think money means something totally different to uh, peasants than it does to adventurers. So I think um, she charges you like uh, maybe a gold piece per item or something, unless it's ridiculous. And then she's charged you more perhaps, but. Um, I think this is Zant's like second time ever using money. Like he's probably found it. And like, yeah. but he offers to like pay because he's got no money. He's literally like, I've got copper. Like mm -hmm. he doesn't know. He, just, what he's doing, but he's he like, hands over the other half of those pretzel sticks. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say, let's get rid of my dread helm. I am not using it. <laughs> what is it? What is the drop dread helm? Is it something that I can put on my head? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no. I, seriously, before you put it away, right? Like it might help me. Yeah. So it's a magical item that just makes your appearance look fearsome. Although, in no magical or mechanical benefit. And it doesn't actually armor you either. It's just a fun thing to have on. I think it makes he sure. Literally, uh, he, he looks at it. I think every time you're going to pull out an item, he's going to like try it on. So he can't because of the antlers. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. That's true. Like, this can go in the file. Like, <laughs> So my dread helm, get rid of it. How do I do that? Um, I, I'm just going to mark it down. I can change your um, stuff around okay. afterward. Get rid of that dread helm. Immovable rod gone. Immovable rod is already gone. Oh, you just left it in the barrow. Yeah, I left it there. We never even established me taking yeah. it back. I assumed you did, but that's fine. Oh well, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Should I? That's up to you. I don't care. Well, I need. Well, it again. let's leave it. Is wooden Verna or um? Shay J pick it up in her stead going, oh, we have to pick up after her. Oh, Maybe yeah. They would do. That's true. Yeah. But also, like, when that was the first time I ever used the immovable mm. rod. True. So, so let me I mean, it's up to you. Do you want to do you want to leave it, store it or keep it in your pocket? Store it. Sure. 
Done. Dust or disappearance should have, that should be weightless practically. Yeah. So let's keep it. The heaviest item. <laughs> <laughs> I would die right there. I'd be like, what? Why is it so heavy? <laughs> Mithril armor, I'm, I'm wearing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Necklace of fireballs, I'm wearing it. I am. I haven't even used my short bow maybe once. Oh my god! You did have the pole of collapsing. You could have used it to check for traps. Oh, whoops! How dare you? Oh well. All right. So I didn't use my short bow, right? Um, you've used it before. I don't think you used it recently. Uh, store it. Sure. Shield. Store it. Really? All right. It lowers your AC if you don't have it. When have I last used it? I think we've assumed you've been using it when you haven't been arching. All right, then keep it. Okay. Um, I need my water skin. I need my rations. When the heck did I use my candle? <laughs> I think really the only heavy thing that you're carrying about is your other set of armor, your leather armor. Oh, you still have it with you. You never store that shit, girl, if you're not using it. Leather yeah. armor? Put heavy. it away. When was the last time I used my leather armor? <laughs> not, since you got the mithril, not very often. <laughs> yeah, put it away. Wow, I just imagine you wearing sexy, like, mithril <laughs> armor and being like, this leather stuff, keeping it. <laughs> Smells like dead body and sweat. <laughs> still got it. Yeah. What costume? In- Right. Oh, you'd probably start it with that, I think. Yeah, it's probably from your kit because of a bard. All right. Well, what would be your bard costume? Storage. I'm curious what that would look like. Think about that one. Yeah. Um, well, like the big puffy sleeves. Costly. Huh? Oh, no. The big no. puffy sleeves and stuff. No puffy sleeves. No, she doesn't wear that. Um, My bedroll. Well, have I been using that? Yeah, probably for sleeping. It's like a sleeping bag. All right. I mean, I know what a bedroll is. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else heavy on her person yeah uh, i don't think so i i will i do like making fun of you but i will mention i don't really care about encumbrance so i'm not holding it against you that's fine i just still want to get rid of some of this stuff all right Fair. um those things that i mentioned in storage yeah the dread helm the immovable rod your bow your leather armor and your costume, your bard costume. <laughs> it's literally like three strings of leather. Like, don't need that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, what's what's your last I, name? Actually, I feel like she does try to give some of that stuff away, and Inverna like puts her hand on the bedroll and like, you need that baby. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I don't need this. Um, yeah, Halia. Halia Thornton, I think. Um, she kind of raises her eyebrow at a couple of them. Probably the the strange uh, bard costume, but doesn't say anything. Just packs them all up. She's like, oh, very good, ma'am, miss. Um, is there anything else we can help you with? Um, again, I can lend money, too, if you need to buy anything. Or Very, uh, very low usury rates. I don't think I need to buy anything right now. Very good. Very good then. How much do I owe ya? That was just five gold then. All right then. 
and um, and she just looks deadly serious like and I promise you these items will be very secure okay <laughs> and she kind of just writes a list like very officially and like puts the she keeps a copy and makes a copy for you it takes way longer you're just like so bored like oh my god can you please hurry up and she seals them with wax like her signet ring or something and gives you a copy and she's like keep this and when you need these items back please return them here and i'm sure i promise you she gave her a receipt yeah i promise you i will fi- i will collect these items for you well just very official and cold kind of if nothing, you are efficient and quite cold. <laughs> but that's a good thing. Well, it's unseasonably cold this summer. It's true. You're right. Hmm. Thank you so much for um, lessening my load. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there are now things that people are saying that is like so innuendo and Xanth is still not capturing the essence of what we are saying at all. So like every now and then I feel like he, he hears Shay J giggle or Inferno like press up. And I feel like it's this thing where they're like taking turns, like being adults. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Xanth is now like starting to like cue in. He doesn't know what the hell is happening, but he's like, yes, laughing, giggling. Ooh. Yes. Shoulder <laughs> checks. Like, what are we doing? Elbow rub. Like, so I think he's like trying to mimic what's happening every now and then. And everything is coming from you. All innuendo is like, <laughs> and he just doesn't get it. He doesn't know what you're doing. Yeah. She's also, I I, I'm only half knowing what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. Right. And uh, so, yeah, yeah. She, she pays and then decide they all leave. Yeah. Um, was there anything else you needed to do here? No, not really. I mean, do does anybody need weapons or armor? Um, my armor is fine. I'd love to see if there's anything like arrow wise or sword wise that could like up the ante for me to help us at all. Mm-hmm. Um, does he know enough about dragons to fear magic from dragons, or or t- mm, I guess that's more of a role, huh? Hmm. Oh, uh, actually, one thing that you had, Serafina, was that thundering mace that's a magic weapon. I don't know if you want to lend that out or store that, but that's a, like, because it's a magical weapon. Remember when you were dealing with those uh, were rats, like, sometimes you have to have a magically enchanted thing in order to even hurt something. Mm-hmm. So if you, especially now that your rapier is, is also blessed with magic, um, you might want to let one of your, your three buddies hold on to the thundering mace. So I've had it the entire time. Uh, you just got it relatively recently. You got it from Owesco, if you remember. Right. So it's not in storage somewhere. No, no, you, you have it with you. Looks like this. It's kind of scary looking. I've been carrying so much stuff, girl. Where the hell has this been? <laughs> just dangling on the left side specifically the where left. has it been when I needed to use it <laughs> you just empty your pockets for those children and this face falls out <laughs> <laughs> okay so what's your point uh, so I was saying uh, if Xanth needs some like magical 
um, weapons or anything. Mm-hmm. You could use this, but this this town definitely won't have anything. They basically just have. I mean, as a as a player to player, it's going to have right, uh, right. just the stuff in the player's handbook. So I'd probably just restock whatever arrows I had. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much that would cost. I have like brass copper coins. Like I am the poor. Here's some buttons. Yeah. Is, is that enough for some? So can I, um, can you, hold on. You're showing me this mace right now. It's a D6. Plus one. Uh, yeah, I believe, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. D6 bludgeoning damage. And then it, um, I can use it. I mean, it's a martial. No, yeah. it's not really martial. I think it's simple. Oh yeah. It has the secondary yeah. property that when you hold it, you can use an action to cause your voice to carry clearly for up to 30 feet. Oh, that's fun. Thunder. Yeah, ¿por qué no? Well, yeah, if you guys go to... 100 feet. You said 30, <laughs> Dad. 100. <laughs> that's, that's way scarier than 30. <laughs> yeah. That's, your regular voice can do that. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so if, if you go to the, uh, the weapon place i definitely want to mention something there um this is the other um stately older woman who um uh oh, what was her name um oh lenine right yes you said the l name yeah. earlier lenine Greywind. yeah and i think we said that she had a bright um like yellow hair like a natural yellow mm-hmm. she's she's the proprietor of the Lion Shield Coster. But as well, um, are her her staff, I guess, which are, um, I think there were three of these little cobalt creatures, like Snook, except they have kind of, um, I think they had green scales, and now you notice, um, oh, I must have mistaken that, because they have like white scales now. That's that's fine. Um, they can change color? Yeah, which is weird. And also this woman who's like just sultry in the corner for some reason, just hanging bows and stuff. And um, as you go in there, yeah, she's an elf. And she Um, has much like this picture, like weirdly, uh, like almost like apple red hair kind of. I guess in this one, it's more orange, but it's like way more red than you would think. Like this American dice color red. Oh, I think very tentatively, um, Shanjan kind of comes into this place too. Mm, kinda, that's what's happening. I think he kind of like looks around and then maybe he like leans up against the wall and does one of these, like puts his hand on his chin, just like, hmm. And kind of like slips on something, you know, where he put his elbow, there's nothing actually there. And he's like, Ooh! and just so, like a sword or something falls over and makes like some big noise. And then that maybe a suit of armor causes that to fall and that everything's like clattering oh on the ground. God, he's like, no, kind of just puts his uh, hands up and just like, I'll wait outside guys. So before he leaves, can Xanth follow them in? Does he fit in this doorway? How's mm-hmm. this work for Xanth? <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, especially since you're a smaller centaur too. Okay. Has he heard her name before? Can he put two and two together? Uh, we did have, um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like he said her name multiple times, but yeah, uh huh. He said, uh, "Oh, maybe Valine uh, will be working here." He said that a couple times, I think. Perfect. So he does not get the social cue. It's his favorite thing in the whole world. 
He's going to put his arm over his bro's shoulder <laughs> and say, that was a mess that you made. I hope you didn't embarrass yourself. And he's going to slow turn in front of Valine. <laughs> he's, he, he, know, he, he like kind of half knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's trying to pick it up. And I think you know, if like he's seen all the elbows and all like the high fives and like he's like getting it. Oh, this is like um, the first time Xanth has finally got the joke. Like he's like, ah, yeah. Um, and if someone could like implode into like a ball, like uh, Shanjan would do it right now because he was like mid escape route, and he's like, Ugh. and he's like. Mm, there thanks my my good friend xanth uh there is a quite the mess i should now clean it up don't worry my friend i'll help you (laughs) and he like you know anything that's uh, mid-range and he keeps like looking at valine and he doesn't wink i don't know what the right thing is sent what do you think a centaur would do to valine Mm -hmm. like you see this fool he just made a fool in front Mm -hmm. of himself what would he do I'm trying to think of some kind of a horse, like maybe swish his tail or something. Yeah, know. definitely. Like she not. doesn't understand it at all. Yeah, but he does it. It's it's his version of like a wink. Like, <laughs> look at this. Look at this idiot. I love him. Isn't he cute? Like, and I think uh, to her credit, she kind of just like um, looks over and just kind of like stifles a giggle and gets back to work. Cute. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help this bro. <laughs> oh, maybe she does say like, I could have gotten that, but I guess you two have it. You two have it figured out. She like gets back, setting up these it. arrows and stuff. Um. Oh, did you say arrows? Perfect timing. So, <laughs> so when he sees the arrows, he's gonna look over at um, Shay J and Shay J. He's gonna look over at Shay J and he's gonna say. Oh, you know I don't really understand money too well. Maybe you can help me get a discount. And he like pats him on the back and pushes him away. And he says, "I'll clean the rest, my friend. Maybe you can help um, get me the discount." Like <laughs> trying to get them to talk to each other. He, like pushes him away. Oh, I love that. In the interest of me not having a conversation with myself, he goes off like sure. beyond our. Um, Perfect. Like hearing range and you kind of see the body language happening and it's pretty much exactly what you'd expect. Like, she's like, I'm too cool for school. Oh, Hey, what are you doing? And he's like, hello. I like you so much. Whoa, boy. <laughs> and uh, this goes on for like way too long. Oh, and I love it. I think she like tries to stop the conversation. You can tell a few times and he keeps going and then kind of Inverna steps between the two of you two. And she's like, um, I really wish I had you two's hearing right now. This is a this is a disaster. Oh no! Um. So then Zant feels a little guilty, and he looks at her. Should I help? Or <laughs> I think someone got to get him out of his misery. Let's uh, let's mosey on. Um. So I that's when I collect my arrows and the discount prize, and I mm-hmm. you know quote unquote. There's no discount. I know, and like <laughs> I collect everything, and I I take him by the shoulder. Um. What's her name again? Uh, Valine. Valine. Um, Valine Firecrow. What? What? Por qué es that name? Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say Miss Firecrow. That's too much. <laughs> um, so he's going to lean down and he's going to say, Shay J and I have to get going, Miss Valine. But maybe someday in the future we can all sit down and chat about 
arrows. <laughs> and, yeah, and then I think um, Feeney busts in and she's like, yeah, excuse me, Miss Deline. Um, thank you so much for all of your hard work, but we have a bunch of adventures to go on. <laughs> that's right, because Shay J, mm, that's right, you heard it, Shay J, <laughs> he is an adventurer and then like goes wink. And I switch my tail, <laughs> like, because now I get it. And then she goes, um, and he leads all of our adventures. That's right. All of you saw all of those um, posts in the town master's hall. Mm -hmm. Yep. Shay J has taken all of them. That's right. So, <laughs> oh, Shay J, we got to go. Uh, we have another adventure to go on. Um, nice meeting you, Miss Fire. Uh, Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it. Uh, but we have to get going now. Mm -mm. We are very wanted. I mean, Shay J is very wanted. Needed. Needed even. Needed. 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 <laughs> Goodbye now. Goodbye. <laughs> he bro like carries him over and like pats him on the chest. That went so well for you. <laughs> and, then, and I think, yeah, I think he's like, yeah, she doesn't know what she's missing. That's uh, right. I, I think her, <laughs> I think her comeback too is, uh, she's, she says, um, oh yeah. Wow. Uh, Shay J, I like that. Uh, well, it's really glad. Uh, I'm really glad to hear that you're not going to use these arrows to to kill everybody here, and you're an adventurer instead. But that's pretty impressive, I got to say. She's kind of like busting his chops, but she's like, cool. Yeah. Oh, and we're like all leaning. I feel like Inverna with that lean boot lean she was doing before. Mm -hmm. I feel like because she she can hear us from a distance, you know, whatever. She like. Do you think we got a laugh out of her? I'm just curious. Even if it's just by herself, nobody else noticed. Probably. <laughs> like, we tried our best to, like, be bros and, like, help him out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think she does, uh, again, like, kind of does that same thing, like, stifles the giggle as you guys are leaving. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think as everyone's kind of leaving the shop back into the the brightness of the afternoon, uh, only a little bit shorter than Serafina. <laughs> I don't want to say tiny, but uh, a figure kind of runs up um, and she'd been kind of running up. You can, maybe you can see like the, the trail behind her, the dust or whatever. So she's been running this entire trail and she kind of runs up. And when she sees you, Serafina, she especially like turns and runs straight toward you. And as she gets closer, you recognize her as one of the gnomes from Gnomengard. Mm -hmm. This is actually your, your bud, Delabine, the one who operated the, the crab machine. Yes. And she kind of just grabs you at the, uh, the medieval equivalent of your lapels. Serafina, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, the, the dragon. It attacked us. Gnomengard's gone. is gone How did this happen? Nomengard is gone On the other hand <laughs> We had an adventure And I want to talk about someone that is exciting His name is Zamp. Xanth the man 
We will have Sam. Yeah. <laughs> we will have Sam the man. Sam the man will be by my side. He's got weird horns and crazy eyes, and he is by my side. Amazing. Perfect. Exactly Great. right. Thanks for joining us for this episode of This American Dice Presents D&D, Dragon of Ice Fire Peak. Your cast was Marisa as Serafina Tilly, Eduardo as Anth the Centaur, and David as the Dungeon Master. You heard Austin as the narrator. Music for this episode was An Ocean Wide by Sebastian Forsland and Happy Victory by Heatley Bros. If you could please rate, review, and subscribe to our show at your favorite podcatcher, it would really help This American Dice. Austin will read every five-star review as your favorite child. Hate it. <laughs> Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice. And remember, wash your hands and wear a mask. Uh, to return to the village of Fandolin. But what ad- new adventures await them? Why did you do that? Why did you do that, Fandolin? Fandolin. I did that for Austin. I copied and pasted it. Previously on Doist. Uh, Woo!